This episode of Cheat Codes, a sickle cell podcast, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. This episode of Cheat Codes was supported by Agios. Doctors Amar Zaidi and Mike Callahan are employees of Agios Pharmaceuticals. What's up, Cheat Codes listeners? My name is Keith Korneluk, and I'm a producer for Cheat Codes and Bloodstream Media, and I'm sitting in here today for Dr. Z and Dr. C. We've got an exciting show for you today. This is a What Just Happened episode of Cheat Codes with the Sickle Cell Consortium. The Sickle Cell Warriors Convention is a national community gathering. It's created and organized entirely by sickle cell patients and caregivers. Now, each year, the convention is hosted by a partnership of sickle cell CBOs, patients, and advisors, and is unique in that every session, every presentation, panel, and workgroup was chosen directly by the patient community to educate, empower, and encourage ourselves and each other. Sharonda Sykes will provide a recap of the Sickle Cell Warriors Convention with guests Dr. Tomia Austin and Mia Robinson. So, without further ado, here's Sharonda. Hello, ladies. Hello, hello. Hey, Mia. Hey, hey. Hi, Dr. Austin. Hi. Hello. And hi, Evan. Hello. So, y'all, we've had some amazing conventions in the past, in person, and now fully virtual because, of course, COVID is a thing that's happening. Um, So, first of all, I don't know if everybody has met you guys because you are the superstars in the track. I mean, we have young adult track and trade track where we have decided that every conversation that concerns sickle cell um, disease should be um, or should include trade track. So, um, yes, Mia, introduce yourself for us just a little bit. Talk about who you are and what you do. So I'm Mia Robinson, and honestly, I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> I have a nonprofit here in Atlanta, Brazil Awareness 365. Um, I've also been voted and elected as the General Assembly President for the Sickle Cell Consortium. I am a warrior myself with sickle cell type SC. So I use that a bit to my advantage and use all the health and the energy I can to advocate for myself and others who maybe can't advocate for themselves. So that's what I do. My, I'm, I'm advocating 24 seven. And I can say with um, quite cer- certainty, you absolutely do. Like you are a powerhouse and we are so appreciative of you. What about you, Dr. Austin? What What is your main thing? What do you do? Who are you? Who am I? Well, I am Dr. Tamia Austin. I have a PhD in public health and I did my dissertation research in sickle cell trait literacy. And that comes into play every single day and a lot of waking nights of my life in my work with the As One Foundation, which was founded by a young man who is a sickle cell trait warrior who lost his identical twin brother to sickle cell trait exertion back on February 26, 2001 at Florida State. So all of our activities and events we do at the As One Foundation in honor and memory and preservation of Devon Darling's memory but also to preach and put out education we firmly believe would have saved his life. That's what we do in a nutshell. Yes, when I tell you my entire family loves the trait track, because most of my family has trait. 
I'm the only one right now that has the disease. And so it's been really, really good for them to come to the trade track sessions. Even in Texas, they were blown away. And then we have Mr. Evan Smith. Evan, tell us about you. Um, my name is Evan Smith, and I'm a tree track warrior, and I love the tree track. Awesome, but you were part of the children's track this year, sir. Yes, I was. I was a part of the children's track with a lot of fun experiments and activities and books that has been read. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I have questions for all of you guys, and you know how I am. I am super extra, so you know I'm probably going to put y'all on the spot. Don't judge. (laughs) So last year, you guys did the convention with us, and you, Mia, you did the young adult, and of course, Dr. Tamia, you did trade track. Um, Mia, can you tell me what is that experience like with the the young adults? And I know I'm going way back last year, and we just had a convention this year. (laughs) So I'm sure you're like, "Mm, let me think about that. But for last year, you know, how did that go? How did you, was it successful? Do you think that this is something that the young adult community really wanted? And, you know, did they gain anything from it? Last year, we did a vision board party. We did financial empowerment and we did creating boundaries with, not just with sickle cell, but just period, creating boundaries and like self-preservation and, and advocating for self. I really, really think our young adults needed this. Now, the age range that we do focus on at the convention is 16 to 22. And that is, I feel, a critical time when you're becoming an adult or about to be an adult or maybe experiencing adulthood for the first time and everything is new for you. So the financial empowerment was super useful so that they can start getting their finances in order, learning how to budget, learning how to save and getting those things in order. The vision board, I love the vision board because for me, I I can do vision boards by myself just at home. But for me, it sets the tone for maybe the semester, maybe the year or whatever is approaching, maybe the month. It sets the tone as far as how I want it to look, how I want it to flow, what I want to incorporate or what I want to just dissolve in what's going on in my life. I also love the creating boundaries session because a lot of us find it hard to set those boundaries. And I found that with that session and with many of the young adult sessions, a lot of times we have trouble setting those boundaries with ourselves. And we needed to to understand the importance is of, of having those boundaries and really advocating for ourselves. Same thing. I, I think so, too. Actually, they they seem to really enjoy it. When you guys did the vision board party, man, I saw some people posting about it and how they really enjoyed it. So I think you're right. I think I popped in there, too. I'm not a young adult, but I popped in, too. And I listened for a few minutes and I really enjoyed your sessions. But your sessions are really always impactful because again like you said that's that transition time where people are like okay I'm, I'm gone from peds and now I'm getting into the world and my vision and my world is changing what do I do now and so one of the biggest things that I commend you on is I believe every year you have some type of financial planning because as a warrior it's hard to keep a full-time job so what does that look like for the younger people and so I think gleaning from the more experienced 
is really helpful to them. So kudos to you on making sure that that is a priority in your track. Now, Dr. Tamia, what about you? Last year, how did things go for you? What was the, the big, one of the biggest things that you were proud of during your track? Well, the thing that I'm proud of every year, and I believe last year was our fourth trait track. And that's the, that's the thing. I'm most proud to participate and be able to host the trait track within the Warriors Convention because that to me says very loudly and proudly that the Sickle Cell Consortium values the message that we put forth, which is mainly that sickle cell and sickle cell trait are not mutually exclusive of each other, but inherently exist because of each other. So our mission is to empower families globally delivering life-saving sickle cell education. And that education we believe to be comprehensive only if it's inclusive of both about sickle cell, the disease, anemia, and the trait. And this, this push, we remember last year, we were you know very much the same as the three years prior. We had three one-hour sessions that go by really fast because the questions, um, number one, the topics are really poignant. We talk about the benign or not nature of sickle cell trait, the kidney connection, and we certainly also delve into the exertion, which is one of the critical issues surrounding sickle cell trait. But those one-hour sessions went really fast and like I said, the questions uh, were great and everybody was just like, oh, we need more, we need more, we need more. <laughs> so that is so fulfilling because yeah. you just don't know, you, you know, don't want to let anyone down. You want to, yeah. but, but you also want to leave people with an appetite. So that just, just being able to fulfill the trade track is the biggest standout for, for me. Yeah, I, I would agree, Dr. Tamia, because even my nephews who are both football players, well, all of them are football players, and the ones that have trait, they enjoy your hydration session. And they were like, oh, I learned so much. And they are looking forward to getting pamphlets and stuff to take back to their coaches. Because for them, you know, they feel empowered because they're like, oh, I feel this way because... And anywhere else, there's never really been a space and an opportunity for them to share, you know, how they truly feel. And when the trade track came about and I was like, my fam I told my family, I was like, yo, this is a thing that's happening. Dr. Tamia is giving it to the people in the community and they're having real conversations. And for the consortium, of course, we're always going to discuss the sickle cell disease. But when I first met you, we were talking about, you know, trait. And then we got the conference in 2019 and you guys were there and we haven't looked back since. And I think that is something, you know, super phenomenal that we're incorporating it. But not only that, we're having real conversations with our teens, with our athletes, with our families, with these mothers. And I do know that you did a a whole tour, uh, HBCU tour about Trey and getting knowing your status. And so bringing that over to the consortium, it is all it has been like such an honor to have you guys there and to open up people's minds and thoughts. And then people feel welcome too. They're like, oh, it's not just about disease anymore. You know, I can bring my family who has the trait because what me and Dr. Bailey have always talked about is without the trait, there is no disease. So, I mean, that's a whole thing too. 
Agios is a biopharmaceutical company that's fueled by connections with patient communities, healthcare professionals, patients, and each other. Building on these connections and the company's unmatched leadership in the field of cellular metabolism, Agios is pioneering therapies of genetically defined diseases, a broad group of rare and more common diseases that are typically severe and life-threatening. Near-term, Agios is focusing on hemolytic and acquired anemias, including sickle cell disease, pyruvate kinase, or PK deficiency, and thalassemia. To learn more, visit agios.com. That's A-G-I-O-S dot com. Now, Mia, I want to go back to you just a little bit, um, because when you were talking about vision boards and that you can do it all day or all any time because your your vision and what you want to see, your future, basically, is this something that you do on a regular vision boards or did you just start this and have you had anything on a personal side you like really manifest from your vision board parties or your vision board sessions? So the vision part, yes, that has always been there. The vision board is fairly new. And I say that because when I used to work at my government job, I would sit at my desk and imagine how much more of an asset I could be to the sickle cell community than where I was. And I would leave work and go and do volunteer service with the local children's hospital to talk to them about transitioning and felt more fulfilled in those four hours of free labor than the 40 hours a week I was doing at my government job. And I would just sit at my desk and just imagine all the things that I could do as an advocate in the sickle cell community. And it's just amazing. I would write those ideas down and I did more writing at that time as far as what I wanted and how I saw things and just praying and manifesting. I remember praying like, God, this is what I want to do. So whatever you got to take me through to get to that point, I'm all, all for it. And it's just crazy how things worked out. The year before I left my job, I would tell them, I'm like, I'm not going to be here for my 10 year anniversary. I don't know how I'm going to leave. I don't know what's going to happen, but I just feel like I won't be here. That following year, I ended up leaving. That was when Doug passed and I found out that my mom had breast cancer like in the same day. So I took FMLA out for the entire year. I I was like, I'm over it. I'm done. (laughs) And that May is when they sent me a certificate in the mail saying, hey, it's your 10 year anniversary. Congratulations. So it's just crazy to me how things have shifted and always having that vision there and writing it down and things have just manifested beyond what I envisioned, to be honest. And then, of course, as time progressed, I started to put images on paper and on poster boards and things like that. So the vision part has always been there. The vision board part is fairly new. (laughs) No, that makes sense, though. That that makes total sense. And the reason why I asked 
piece because like last year, I remember, like I said, I, I popped in and I just want to wanted you to expound on it because you seem so confident in what you're doing. Like, I, this is new to me too. Vision board parties. I'm like, child, listen, I'm just going to write it on a piece of paper and go on. And so, but when I actually put it on a board and I was able to put it on my wall to see it, yeah. um, it made me think every time I saw it, like, oh, wait, wait, don't forget about this. It was like a reminder for me versus, you know, just trying to push it. It was just a reminder that don't forget, you said you wanted this. And these are the ways that, you know, it's going to help you get there. And I wanted to just bring that up because warriors often, oftentimes we're in so much pain and so many things are happening. And even with COVID, life is happening that we forget that, oh, wait a minute, I did ask for this. This is my re reminder to go back and try again or start over. And I think people often forget that you can start over, start something over and be okay with it. You know what I'm saying? And so that vision board, when I, when I stepped in, it just reminded me of that. And so I just wanted you to talk about it a little bit more, just in case anybody is listening that's a warrior that's wondering, you know, do vision boards really work? Why do we keep having them? If this is, you know, something that they should do, I say yes. Yeah. I say absolutely. The Bible says make it plain, right? So Make the vision. That's what it say, Mia. Plain. <laughs> make it plain. <laughs> so whether it's writing it down or what, whether it's, putting it on a poster board or drawing it, however it is, it can happen. And you have to believe it can happen. If you don't believe it's, it's not going to happen, then it's not. But you have to believe it. And part of believing it is seeing it when you write it or when you put it on the poster board or things like that. So, yeah, I absolutely live by vision boards. Wow. So that ge that gets me into 20, um, what is this year? 2022. Child, listen, I don't forgot. Uh, this is 2022. We just had our convention, what, a few days ago? And it was, this year was the Warrior Reset, Taking Back Our Health, Mind, Body, and Spirit. Whew, that's a lot to say, but I think we jam-packed this entire convention to make sure that we really, really stay true to that theme. So talk to me about this year. Starting off with you, Tamia, talk to me about your trait track this year. How was it, how was it different than last year? And I know you're super excited about it being there and that's a success for you, but is there anything that happened this year that you could say, yeah, this is what happened this year Well, and really expound on? Yes. So remember in 20, all our prior years, we've had three one hour sessions. I think one year we actually had four one hour sessions and that time just goes by really fast and we leave our trait track participants wanting more and more and more. Well, this year we were able to provide them two hours, three two hour sessions on various topics relating to sickle cell traits. So that was a big change for us. And guess what? The time still went by really fast, but we still, we had we had the time. And I mean, this is proof positive that there is content. There is lots of content around sickle cell trait that we discuss, that we can discuss. And we're still not hitting everything, but we're hitting the high points and, and, and drilling down on some really important points. You, you alluded to the genetic pattern or how trait and uh, diseases pass. People living with sickle cell disease 
they, you pass on half of your DNA to your, your offspring. So every child, statistically, of uh, a sickle cell disease warrior will have a trait of that disease, at least. And then there are often the mother and father that are sickle cell trait have a 25% chance of birthing a child with disease. So that is, that's the family. That is the family family unit, and and so the the caregiver is often a trait warrior, and this you know we 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 do get into quite a bit of that with our caregiver outreach, but just the it, it because you know we we focus in on athletes. Devard and his brother were both athletes, but even people that just exert you know do physical labor, flight attendants, astronauts, pilots. All of those careers, sickle cell trait can, you know, have some implications there. So to be able to discuss and, and really contrast the benign and asymptomatic consideration of sickle cell trait in a space where people are, you know, not rejecting, oh, no, it's not sickle cell trait. They are, you know, sitting at the edge of their seat, you know, with bated breath, waiting to confirm, you know, either experiences that they've had, you know, I've been having this pain, but my doctor told me it's not, it, it, I only have trait. Well, maybe you need to go and get that second opinion or something. So the trait track is a place where this information is explored. We do provide research-based information, but we also open up conversations that are not even being had on large public forums and, and provide a safe space for the sickle cell trait warrior and their family members to discuss and, and share. And it, it's like a one year support group for our sickle cell trait warriors. And we're certainly hoping to provide more of that on a regular basis, but that was a big thing. We had more time to dig deeper and to delve into the, the subject matter uh, associated with sickle cell trait. Wow. Yeah. And, and it was, it's crazy that you said it was, it, the time still went by fast. <laughs> it did. People were like, wait a minute, is there another session today? And I'm like, yeah, no, you guys are done for the day. <laughs> they really did. And I heard that your questions, of course, I couldn't be in your track this year, but I heard that the, the questions in the chat were just like full. Yeah. People were really asking the questions and, and very important questions too. Things that sometimes we take for granted, like people like, oh, you should know this. No, no, no that's not a thing. It's that's not. why you come to these type of events. We would, what we did, we, in, in keeping with the theme of the Warrior Reset, we, we just revisited the Sickle Cell Trait Toolkit on the CDC website. There is a Sickle Cell Trait Toolkit on the CDC website, but there's a lot of stuff that is not included. So we took it upon ourselves to summarize that toolkit and we put an asterisk by everything that wasn't on the toolkit that we added and added citations. So, you know, participants were able to download that summary or if they got their packets, uh, that, that education material was included so that they can do their own research and look at, you know, and, you know, what the research out there is saying. And of course, we are in conversation with the CDC to try to get more updated information because people, you know, sickle cell trait warriors, the ones that do have issues, they suffer alone. 
because you know they're either not believable, they're not believed, they don't know that it's a, you know because of their sickle cell trait. Because everything is saying sickle cell trait is benign and asymptomatic, and yeah, we you know we just we had a really awesome presentation by a doctor. She is an internal uh, medicine physician who is also a renal medullary carcinoma patient. Oh wow! And her just the validity, the credibility of her voice saying her lived experience as a trait war because the renal medullary carcinoma or RMC for short is the very rare and often fatal cancer that only affects people living with sickle cell trait. And she was able to give her real life experience of living with it. And now unfortunately having gone through chemo and now is having to re-enter chemo because, you know, they, they found some more there, but what a credible MD, RMC patient that sat right there on the screen and, and told everyone, look, sickle cell trait is not often always benign and asymptomatic, and this is my life experience. I mean, I, I couldn't have said it better. Of course, we pray for her, but we really appreciate her voice as, as a physician in this space. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I didn't even know you guys had... I don't know which doctor it was, but I, I didn't know that you had that doctor come in and do that. And I think that it that does validate and help people see that hey, here it is and not just talking about it. Here's an example of someone that's going through it. That's powerful. That is so powerful. Um, what about you, Mia? What about your track this year? So this year we had career readiness. We had transition and we had college prep so again with the age range that we're dealing with we want to really prepare them for adult life and I don't I don't mean adulthood just with adult care but I mean adulthood period living with sickle cell disease so the career readiness really talked about, you know, your interviewing styles and your resume building and networking and having your support system and mentors to really prepare you to get ready to go to the workforce. The transition, I absolutely loved. Transition is my heart, just period. I've been doing it for so long. It was a general, the first hour was a general overview on things that you need to start doing to prepare yourself to go into adult care as far as things like refilling your own medications or actually talking to the doctor and standing up for yourself and not letting your parents do all the talking. Knowing your own health, like your lab works, your reading numbers, your hemoglobin numbers, those type of things. And we actually had a disability advocate. I thought he was a lawyer at first, but he says, no, I'm just an advocate. But thank you for that. But the fact that he told me he was really a disability advocate that just goes in and talks on behalf of people who really need disability, that moved me, of course. My mind went haywire of other things I could do, but I really just need to slow down for a minute. But that was amazing because he answered a lot of questions on how disability works, Social Security income, Medicare, Medicaid. I've never had that type of information to come from someone experienced in the field. We hear it third hand from social workers and things like that. But to actually have someone who actually goes into the courtroom and fights for us to get, you know, the resources that we need, it was incredible. And I think 
people really love the college prep session as far as knowing what the 504 and IEP plans are, as far as learning how to transfer to college. If you want to go away to college, what you need to know, find doctors in that area, find your tribe that you can actually trust with the knowledge of your health care scholarships and, and what resources are out there so you don't graduate college with any debt or as little debt as possible. So and we had more parents on there who were, <laughs> of course, just really absorbing the information to help their kids get into college and have the scholarships that they had. And of course, we did the vision board party as well. And we tried to keep that theme in mind, the mind, body and soul. So what things do we want to incorporate to, you know, elevate our mind, body, and soul. And a lot of those things kind of overlap, especially for me. I like to travel. I think that's a, a, a mind thing and a soulful thing. But a lot of those things kind of overlap. So I really enjoyed the engagement and the response that we got from the young adults. I would really like more because we, we had just a few people. Again, most of them were over the age of 22. But I would love to have... I would love to have more of our young people really gain this information and really be in tune with the information that we're giving because it can really, really help them. So, And I love the fact that the Young Adult Box came with the college organizer, the college-bound organizer. So they were able to take notes in this book about scholarships, about the colleges that they needed to know, and just a wealth of information that, that we were able to give them to help them along with that process. So I really wanted them to feel like they, they have a tribe of people to really help them succeed in life in whichever way they want to go. Not to feel alone, not to feel like you can't do it and don't feel limited by a sickle cell. I told my own story of having to quit college um, when I was about 28 years old because I needed a double hip replacement. But I went back last year and I completed that. So it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there as long as you get there. And I really wanted to enforce that as well. So, yeah. Oh, that is so exciting, man. Oh, my goodness. So this is what I love about the convention. We have a variety of subjects, but they're so helpful. You know, there's just not presentations just to be had. They're literally to ensure or give people something in their toolbox for life, not just for right now, but for life. Um, but the conference was really good this year. I, I was so appreciative of just all of the speakers that came together to even put it put it together. Um, Evan, tell me, what was your favorite part about the convention for you? My favorite part would probably be, be the children's track. Mm-hmm. Because I really loved the gratitude drawers and the vision board. Oh, wow. Right. So y'all had gratitude jars, vision board, horse came in, reading stories. Like, y'all just had a great time. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, Listen, Evan, I appreciate it. Every year, I'm trying to figure out what it is I can do to get in the children's track. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Act like a big kid. Like, no, it's not for the adults. Listen, I mean, honey, they had a grand time over there. Now, this year we did, and I want to talk to you ladies about it. I don't know if you all um, got to be a part of any of this. We did the distraction therapies this year. Did you guys attend any of those distraction therapies? And if you did, which one was your favorite? The Herb Garden. 
And I was surprised, number one, distraction therapy. What a great idea. What a great idea to give people, you know, more skills or even display what people do to cope, you know, what, what people can do to distract themselves. The jalapeno pepper seeds, girl. Yeah, I was, Dr. Bailey was like, okay, so what can we do to, you know, really foster the warrior reset? And so, of course, we were talking about smoothies and things like that. Janine was like, well, you know, you know, I garden. And so, wait, hold on, that's a thing. Let's talk about this. And a lot of people loved it. They were like, oh, I cannot wait to get my box because I'm going to go back and garden and do all the things. And so we were super excited that we were even able to send those out. But yeah, those those distraction therapy sessions were really good. The one that I actually missed that I have to go back and watch is the creative writing one. And what I've learned is that, of course, like I said before, everybody's journey is totally different. Everybody's pain is different. And we talked about that in the pain management session that we did. But when you're talking about people's pain and they're talking about their journeys, the way they cope is totally different. And so the people that I didn't think would love to garden, they were in that class asking questions and they were trying to have create a whole group because it just felt like, oh my goodness, like what you said, Mia, early, they found their tribe. And I was like, this is so exciting. That's what this conference was about, bringing new faces and meeting you know, people where they are and then saying, okay, wait a minute, that I found my tribe, I found my thing. You know, now because you both are advocates, especially you, Mia, how do you actually make sure that you're balancing life, advocacy, work, all the things you're doing with the consortium now as the president? Like, how do you balance that, though? Being in the space of advocacy, I have to do a lot more self-preservation so that I can show up for others. So for me, it could be a number of things. I actually love going into my backyard because it's like a, a sanctuary back there. I'll go and put my feet in the grass. That's the quickest and the most affordable <laughs> way of preserving myself is just to go out in the backyard. I love that. I love that. One of the, the cool things that I thought... Um, as far as a conversation that was happening at this convention was a palliative care one where Dr. Coretta Jennerette came in and she talked about palliative care. I don't know if you've ever used it before, Mia, because I haven't. I didn't even know I could. Um, but they talked about that. And then she played a clip of one of Dr. Bailey's Zoom, not Zoom, but Facebook videos, and people were like in tears because of the mistreatment that she's had and how vulnerable she was. And so I think this conference really was well-rounded in the way that it talked about everything, like everything a warrior goes through, we, we basically talked about. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was the mock session. Dr. Ebony Davis had a whole telehealth mock session. Were you a part of it, man? She did the mock telehealth appointment and then she went back and kind of explained what she would normally do or normally ask her patients but she explained it really well on how it works and you know what questions to ask your doctor if they're open to telehealth they had a lot of questions for her 
but of course it's really based on the state where they can do telehealth like even though it's telehealth since she's only licensed in licensed in florida and michigan she couldn't do a telehealth appointment in georgia so one last question for both of you ladies so that we can give back um the mic to the people <laughs> one last question is if you could say anything one last thing about the convention this year what would you say well mine would be and it's not just for this year i already tell people that i'm introducing to the consortium that the group of people in the consortium is is like a family reunion when we get together whether it's virtual or whether it's in person it's not yes it is a lot of work but the group of people that we get to work with is just all love and you can really feel the love and the support system within the consortium itself is just it's like no other so whenever i come to the these symposiums whether it's in person or whether it's virtual i leave super empowered to be around like-minded people living with the same disease wow what about you dr austin this warriors convention is so well done it is so intentional and people gain so much. I would just tell anybody, I mean, it is affordable. I mean, you get so much bang for your buck. It is worth your time. It is worthy. The one thing I want everyone to know, everyone, industry, the, the warriors, the, the, the caregivers, the allies, it is worthy of you bringing your best self. The work that I get the privilege of seeing what's done behind the scenes and what we're doing now after the fact and what we are going to be doing leading up to year 10 and, and on and on and on. It is a lot of It is a labor of love. There is such intentionality that goes into this conference. And this is truly an effort that is not, it is for us, nothing for us without us. This is truly involving the people, the affected lives. I want to thank both of you ladies for joining me to have this conversation. I, It has been truly an honor to work with y'all and I cannot wait because we got another event coming up. Caregiver Summit is coming up in November. So we got a week off and then we're back at it. And I can't wait to see what happens on our 10 year anniversary. I just had to say that real quick. <laughs> and if not, we'll do a big on virtually because that's what we do. Um, that is what we do. So thank you ladies again for joining me. Gotta give, gotta give it back to you too, Sharonda. We gotta give you, give some love back to you. You are a, a burst of energy and breath of fresh air and just totally invaluable. Thank you ladies. We, I really appreciate you. I hope you have an amazing week this week and have a good one, everybody. Thank y'all for joining and listening to us today. Woo. Can't wait for next year. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Cheat Codes, a sickle cell podcast. Listeners, Dr. Z and Dr. C will be right back at you next month for more episodes. But until then, if you like the show, please share it with your friends and colleagues. Like, subscribe, and leave us a rating. And don't forget, you can also follow Dr. Amar Zaidi at Dr. Z Sickle Cell and Dr. Mike Callahan at Imagineer. Again, my name is Keith Corneluk, and in the words of Dr. Z, we'll catch you next time, Warriors. Peace.